Hi, Mark. It's Michael here at BTR, and thanks for joining us today. No worries, mate. Nice to meet you. Nice to hear from you. Brilliant. And you are the subject of Episode 7 of our BTR Introduces series. So I've got a few quick-fire questions for you, and then uh, a few standard questions that we ask a few guys, and it'd be good to get to know you. Okay. First question is your full name, please. Uh, full name's Mark Little. And your age? I'm 29. And your current weight category? Um, a cruiserweight. And your current record? Uh, I'm 6 and 0 at the moment. And do you have a nickname? Uh, I'm the Bowling Boy. The Bowling Boy, okay. And who is your favourite fighter, past or present? Uh, past, I would say Miguel Cotto. And present, mm, Lenares. Nice, okay. Um, for anyone that may not have come across yourself before or seen you in the ring, can you describe yourself or your style for them? Uh, relentless, really. Continuous pressure and exciting, exciting fighter, yeah. Just relentless pressure and I'm going to be punching for three minutes of every round. Okay, so, um, I suppose first things first, why did you turn pro Uh Well, I was doing unlicensed. Uh, uh, um, I sort of joined the gym uh, well overweight, well, well, well overweight, about 23 stone. And, wow, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, started, then I turned into the unlicensed level and then I thought, actually, I was pretty good at it, so I thought I'm going to give it a go and, yeah, we turned pro. So, that's how it comes about, really. Okay, so for any of our listeners that... Um, and not really okay with, you know, unlicensed boxing. Can you just describe any of the differences that there are between the two sports? Uh, well, obviously, one is obviously it wasn't, uh, it's not recognised by the British Boxing Board. Yep. Um, it's only two-minute uh, rounds as well. It wasn't three-minute rounds. But, I mean, it was pretty, it was very well organised, the one I was with. It was very, very, very good. Um, you know, you had to make weight. There was no dodginess like that sort of thing. You had a little medical before the fight, like on the fight night, that you have a doctor check you over and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, it was all right, but it, it's nothing like the pro game. Okay, did you have a successful unlicensed career then? Yeah, I had, well, I had 12 fights and one ten, so, yeah, pretty good, really. Nice. Right, okay, are you a full-time boxer now, or do you have to work alongside your, your boxing career? No, I work alongside boxing. Okay, and how do you... Um you know, balance of two lives, obviously, training, working, etc. Uh, hard, it is hard. I mean, I sort of get up in the morning, go for runs before work in the mornings and things like that, but I also work nights, so it sort of allows me to go training before work as well, if you get what I mean. So, yeah, but yeah it's quite it's quite hard, but it's something that's sort of got to be done because otherwise I won't be able to do it, so. Indeed. Um, these are sort of some of the questions we've asked a few of those guys, and there's, there's some people that have they might have like yourself that it's quite difficult obviously depending on what jobs you do um, yeah. especially when you throw in the aspect of you know ticket sales and stuff like that and how do you kind of manage to, to get that aspect of the, the fight game in and around training I mean to, to be honest sometimes working is, is sort of helped me out a little bit because obviously then you get all your work friends who want to come with you who want to come and support you so that sort of helps a little bit but um, yeah it's a tough old game to, to be able to do both do you know what I mean yeah so okay um, so you said you're cruiserweight at the minute uh, yeah, coming down from from twenty two, what twenty two, twenty three stone at one point. I yeah, that's uh, is, is obviously quite the drop. And how how are you at making weight now? Is that a comfortable thing for you? Yeah, no, weight weight now. Yeah, it's not really a problem at all no more. I mean, even now at the moment, I'm, I'm comfortably inside fourteen four. So yeah, nice and comfortable. I I only walk around about fourteen seven, fourteen eight after fights anyway now. So okay. it's never really a problem. Um. One question I would have for you, obviously you are with Steve Goodwin at the moment. How did that relationship kind of come about for you? Well, once we, we sort of decided we were going to turn pro, because I never had an, uh, an amateur career, it was 
never like I'd be able to go to like a Warren or a Matchroom or anyone like that. So we we, we obviously heard that Steve Goodwin was doing good things, and I thought of, I only met him through Twitter at first. Just sort of got involved, asked a few questions, and then we we had a meeting, and it sort of went from there. So yeah, but it's been brilliant with Steve, really great. Okay, and you're preparing for your uh, your fight this weekend on the Haymaker yep. card. It's a, a very big show. It's mostly going to be televised and and online as well. Um, have you found yep. the preparation for this any different to how you would normally prepare for your fights? No, no, no different whatsoever. I mean, I've, I've prepared exactly the same way. Um, weights be like I say, making weights been easy and good. Um, feel nice, fit and strong. Obviously, there's been a few different bits. Obviously, being able to go down to the Haymakers Gym and have a little promo days, which is a little bit different. I've never had that before, so that was quite exciting. But um, yeah, it's been great. It's going to be great exposure for all all the fighters on the show, to be honest with you. Okay, and um, I thought I think I saw on Twitter that you're actually um, you've got quite an amazing gesture you're doing yourself, haven't you, for a worthwhile cause from this fight? Did you want to tell anybody about that at all? Yeah, what what it is? A little girl called Isla, Isla Caton. She's uh, she's got neuroblastoma. So what I'm doing is I'm going to donate twenty percent of my fight purse to her um, to help her get the treatment she needs. She has to go to America, you see. So. Yeah. They need to raise like four hundred thousand pound. I mean, I'm not going to raise that much, but I'm going to raise as much as I can to help her. And um, yeah, not only am I doing it with my fight purse. After in April, I'm going to do a sponsored walk for her, like a ten mile sponsored walk. Okay. Yeah, just raise money for her. I mean, she's a her family, a big West Ham fan. I'm a massive West Ham fan as well, so it's just a big thing to do. And yeah, it just it it seemed a right thing to do at the moment. So that's what I'm doing. That's a great gesture. <clears throat> Uh, excuse me. Um, so one thing I would like to know as well, that you're kind of 29 now, aiming, it's quite early in the year. What are your, your plans for, for this year? I think I've seen on Boxer X, you've got two fights scheduled in at the moment. So when you're Yeah, well, the plan is by the end of the year, I want to be the I want to be the Southern Area Champion by the end of the year. I'm like, okay. that, that, that is the plan. I'd like to think if I get, like you say, I've got this fight on Saturday. I'm scheduled to fight in May. Um, I may get one in July. Um, then I'll go out in September or October. Um, yeah, I just need to be busy. So then, by the end of the year, I've got myself right in the mix of the Southern Area, and that's what I'd like. I'd like to be Southern Area champion, or at least fight for it by the end of this year. Yeah, I mean, there's some very, very good cruiserweights, uh, even at Southern Area level. So yeah, that's a great place to be aiming, uh, especially yeah. on the card this weekend. There's some fantastic cruiserweight fights. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, obviously we've got the British crew, uh, the British title being fought for, and the Southern Area title both on the same night that I'm on, so which is great be good obviously you get to see the uh the future opponents hopefully yeah definitely um, and i'm sure there will be future opponents it's only going to go that way i'm sure okay i mean so is there any sponsors or anything like that that you have that you kind of want to give a shout out to at this point yeah well i've got a few sponsors i've got um dave murphy ease of build and refurb solutions uh john hill air conditioning who have been with me from the start bp scrap um again been with me since day one and a new one to come on board was uh, OMJ, uh, Ollie Johnson, Electrical Services. So, yeah, massive appreciation to them. They helped me massively. And the other one would be BoxFit. BoxFit, they're massive for me. Uh, also, one more that I'd just like to say a little shout-out for is the DT38, which is the Dylan Tombidis, um Foundation, which was the young West Ham player that died of uh, testicular cancer. I also am I'm an ambassador to them as well. So, yeah, it's been uh, that's another great cause as well. Okay. Um, and... Our listeners, can they go find you on Twitter, etc., and like that? Have you got any? Um, yeah, yeah, on Twitter, I'm um, at Mark Little Two on Twitter. So yeah, if anyone wants any information or about the fights, yeah, Twitter's the main one for me. So okay, well, like I said, I feel like we've got a, a good 
a good grip of you now. We'll obviously be keeping yep. tabs on you. We'll be at the card on Saturday as well, so hopefully we'll catch up with you there at some point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'll come and, I'll come and see you, definitely. And uh, best of luck. And like I said, we'll keep tabs up. We'll be watching you now, so hopefully we can track you up quite a long way. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much. Cheers for your time. No problem. Thanks for joining us today, Mark. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Bye. Cheers. Bye.